0: To another episode of Archimists and Podcast. Today I have a very special guest with me, Dinny Lee. Hi. Dinny is one of my good good friends that I've known since high school. We've known each other for quite some time now. Very long time. Yeah, seven years now, which is quite nice. I'm so old. Uh, I've been seeing year twelves every day at work, so oh, yeah. I think I have to be reminded that I'm old. You don't have the right to say that yet. I know, everyone's like, you're so young. You're You're still fresh, so don't say that yet. So before we start, Dinny, could you please introduce yourself?
1: Hi, I'm Dinny Lee. So I've been friends with Kim for a long time, I (laughs) guess. And basically, I started studying architecture at RMIT last year, so I'm going into second year this year. I think... It's kind of strange because architecture was never really in my mind until about the start of year 12. I was like, I don't know what I want to do. And then I was like, I like spaces and installations and buildings, I guess. And I was like, well, I'll go and do that. Yeah. And
0: yeah, it's been fun so far. That's it's cool. It's been tiring and stressful as well, but <laughs> that's kind of part of it. So the reason why today I have you on board has we discussed earlier on is that when I saw you again close to graduating high school you actually surprised me I mentioned in another episode early on that you were the first person who told me that you had a fascination for space which was why Mm -hmm. you decided to study architecture and coming from somebody who has been in architecture school for a while and also listening to what people's first impression of architecture was I was very surprised to hear you say that That you wanted to study architecture because of space. Where the people I've met in the past, they wanted to study architecture because they wanted to design something that is monumental to them. So it's a bit of an ego thing where architecture is the representation of themselves. I would have never thought of that. No, you would be surprised how many people would say that. I've met architects who have said that.
1: Wow. Yeah, it's true. It's
0: scary, right?
1: I just, like, when, when I told you that before, I was, I just thought, like, that's the kind of angle that you'd come at it to go into architecture and then
0: no so i was very surprised when i was told that you wanted to do this and it made me really happy i'm not kidding by the way i really <laughs> i was so happy when i heard that it was so nice to just know that oh great so there are people who don't perceive architecture as just buildings mm. or the structural type of things because mm. i think unfortunately architecture does get mixed up with engineering sometimes yeah so.
1: It's funny because I've, last year I was doing some kind of work experience with a civil structural engineering firm just to kind of see what the building industry as a whole was because I had no background whatsoever. And yeah, like a lot of the time, you know, you kind of just think, oh, buildings get built. You don't really look at the, the detail and what's going on and who's working with who. But, you know, sitting in the office, I was doing a bit of drafting, a bit of admin going through like their past projects and they do quite an important aspect, but it's very different to what an architect does. And then recently, I've been at an architecture office for about two months. And again, what they do is very different to what an engineer does. Mm. I was lucky enough to go on site to a community center that this office we doing, like Greenvale. And they have to communicate with so many different people. And I also kind of learned from that recent experience that <laughs> studying architecture, and actually the job itself are two very different things. The place I was at They do a lot of community places and they have like one principal designer. And so a lot of the other people are doing like, because they've got to organize subcontractors, this, that. I didn't even realize that was a thing. At uni, it's very much like design, 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 history, bit of tech, like Mm. throw throw random things at you. But it's a lot about design. It's led me to think, you know, beyond uni, what do I really want to do? Mm. Because it's quite an open field.
0: Yeah, because I would be imagining right now, now that you've studied one year of uni, Mm -hmm. so we will get to that shortly, But when you tell people that you start studying architecture, I'm guessing one of the most stereotypical questions you get is, which type of architecture you want to major into? No, I didn't get asked. Really? People ask me, like,
1: oh, can you build my house? I'm like, yes,
0: yes. That's a very common one. I remember one time somebody asked me that and I just clicked. I was so mad. That day I was just having a really bad day. Yeah, I snapped and I said, I just don't design just houses. And she just shuts off. I felt so bad. I find it
1: really funny because I'm like, I'm only, I wasn't only in first year, like maybe even halfway through the first semester, and they're like, I oh, want you to build my house. I'm like, no. I have no idea. I have about like a little bit more knowledge than you in this, and you want me to do what?
0: I don't know. I haven't seen your projects yet, if you're willing to show them to oh, me God. one day. But I'm pretty sure they're very good, given that you need to look after yourself, please. You know what I'm saying yeah. right now, right? We've had sleep. past conversations on this, yes.
1: Sleep. Funny thing, because yeah. I didn't know much about architecture, uh-huh. I just kind of took it with open mind when I first went to uni. Yes. I didn't realise that it would be so demanding mm. and, and I'd be sleep deprived. <laughs> and stuff. I was like, in high school, I was like, yeah, I'm going to move on from this. Those were my high school days. They are over. Like, art was really demanding. Oh, I yeah, did art. And art I was like, I'm so done with this. And then I went to architecture and I'm like, why is it <laughs>
0: like i left this behind (laughs) high school did prepare you yep from our early conversation where we said that high school doesn't prepare you it did kind of prepare you in some
1: way way. i think because i did IB. that was a real it laid the foundation let's put it that way
0: yeah to be honest i did consider doing ib but then I realised that, I think a lot of us were thinking or had this disillusion that IB was the only ticket to go overseas. Really? To study overseas. Yes. So back then, a lot of people, when you ask them, at least in my year. So for those who are wondering, Dinny and I, we've got a seven year... I was in year seven, she was in year 12. Yes. So that's how... We won't go into details on how we knew each other, but still. So... Back then when I was talking to my friends about it, we asked how come you're designed to do I B so when you go into high school a lot of people ask B C or I B and then the first thing they would say is that, Oh yeah, I want to study I B because I want to go overseas. So that was my impression was that a lot of people mistake I B for their way to go overseas mm. and that was I was one of those who mistaken that as well. So I did want to do that also because when I heard that you have to do an extended essay you're like Yes, I wanted to do it. It's really strange for me to say. I think that. It was good for writing because in uni, I don't think they,
1: especially architecture, where mm. there's not so much a focus on writing, they don't really prep you. They just like write this two thousand word essay. Oh. And then for us, at least my experience, they really drilled up, drilled into us how to write an IB, and I think it's kind of interesting because MIT, I found, um, just in comparison between schools, is very like. Hands, it's, it's a technical school right so it's very hands-on mm. it's very conceptual as well in comparison to like Melbourne Uni and Monash I found mm-hmm. which is great but it just means like nobody takes history seriously mm. um, so I surprised like somehow I managed to get a HD and I was like great but like <laughs> you, you look at the quality I'm not saying that this is like to make to say other people bad I'm just saying like the emphasis is not there but I think history is really important like art history
0: yeah it is yeah so I think... So it's probably, kind of going everywhere. No, no, don't be. That's the point today. I think it's just talking about your experiences, right? So I think the reason why I I liked history, personally, I really enjoyed it because I did art, so I just did normal art for VCE, mm-hmm. and it was non-stop writing about art history. Cause we had really? Yeah, we had oh, a separate oh. section called art appreciation, so we had to write essays a lot. Oh. So, in the exam, I don't know if they've changed, I think they've changed it drastically, but we had three parts. So, part one was short spurts of paragraphs where we have to s- describe things in the cultural lens, contemporary uh, lens, this, yeah. and the traditional lens, right? So, we have to talk about the techniques and then the reason and the context that they've drawn on from to make this piece mm. of artwork. So it was very straightforward for me to learn how to write the essays. Mm. And it was fine. And I guess because writing has always been something I've been interested in, it wasn't too bad when I was writing essays for uni. Although I think because architecture has a, have a very different jargon. So yeah. It's very hard to meld them properly into words. And it's hard especially when you've got textbooks. We we didn't have textbooks exactly, but we mm-hmm. had these huge readers of excerpts of different texts. Yeah, they want you to read certain texts. I don't I don't mind reading excerpts because they're interesting, but I do mind the fact that I don't have the start and the end of the book. So like if I don't have the introduction and There's the like, conclusion, stuff? Oh yeah, true. So And like
1: you you kind of shoved into the middle of nowhere and you just, way. <laughs>
0: it doesn't make sense right? I needed the context so mm. then I can absorb the information easily. I I really admire people who could absorb those information, mm. but I can't and it was a struggle.
1: I found like for for first semester we had history, last uh, second semester we didn't. Have, we just did what's it called modernism and modernity, so we looked Yeah, yeah,
0: a lot of people which is quite general, that. yeah.
1: I was such a nerd in the holiday beforehand <laughs> that I actually picked up a couple of books on architecture history and tried to read them cover to cover. It didn't work. But I like, like, I think that it was really good to do a lot of pre-reading uh-huh. because, you know, the lectures are quite, they just shove information at you, but it's kind of, it's better to get an overall, co- you know, idea of what's going on. You want the context. Kind of, the context Yeah, the important. context and how you get from A to B because all the time they just jump between things. Yeah. But I found during uni itself, I didn't have much time to do a lot of that reading. Mm. So it was good that I had the background. Reading, but yeah, I really liked history and the the texts they give you are good. But if yeah, if you don't agree, if you don't have the context, it's really hard Mm. to figure out what's going on. I have to
0: applaud you. At least you took the initiative to read. Such a nerd. No, it's a good thing to be interested in what you like, right? You should be proud about it. I'm really happy that you do things like that. Mom's just like, you should be a lecturer. You should be like art history lecturer. I'm like, no. It wouldn't hurt. Like, there are opportunities that you can mm. do that. So, so now rather- diverging back <laughs> into the main point. So, I think today the main reason why I have you here is, as I said, apart from you wanting to study architecture between because of space. Mm. So... I studied at Monash University, and you're currently studying at RMIT. How's your experience at RMIT so far? Because it carry, they do carry a stereotype yeah. of being a very intense uni. Oh, okay. So the building we're in is with... We kind of hate the
1: building as well. We're with interior design students and landscape architecture students, and there's also an exhibition space, like an, a gallery in our building. So the whole... Like a little block is just buzzing with energy, which is great because and it's open twenty four hours at days a week, so there's a great vibe. I would say we're quite isolated from the rest of the uni, but it's 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 to good things and bad things. So there's a really nice working environment. So a lot of time, like I actually go to uni just because like I don't have the headspace at home. The style of teaching is very I like it because it's firstly the class sizes are small. Really you have a small so my studio last semester was about. After, like, a lot of people dropped out. It
0: was... <laughs> yeah, dropout rate is always high. Oh my high. god, the first semester
1: was just, like... It was, like, flies just dropping down in front of you. I think it was, maybe, like, 15, maybe a bit less. I don't know, so Fifteen's like that. pretty standard, though. But the cohort is about, 120? Yeah. Which is pretty good, because probably the year before us, it went from, like, 150 to 80, which was kind of scary, in, like, the first semester.
0: I kind of expected that,
1: though. It's quite a surprise. I think there's a lot of... I mean, maybe we could talk about this separately, but people's first impression and then we'll actually get into the first semester like what they experienced. I think that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. But the only thing in the last semester in our studio was we had a lot of first years. Usually they mix them up between all three years mm-hmm. in the bachelor program, which meant that we were kind of the blind lead in the blind, but <laughs> it was fun. We had yeah. some fun. Yeah, no, it was a really good vibe. The tutors, a lot of them I guess you kind of expect them to be like architects and practicing architects, which is really good. I'll explain why we hate the building, because firstly, it's, it's not supposed to be architecture it's supposed to do a research building but then it got freed up and the architecture department was like we'll take it but you see it's lovely and it's modernist kind of but um. there's just there's just okay so there's like a glass shroud around it like all these circles you have you ever seen it the everybody
0: energy. knows that building that is the you, most you can't open building. a window like there's nothing you do know the reason why they stopped doing that right with the glass things yeah kept falling yeah. but there's no
1: actual like window op- like you can't open a window do you know what i mean
0: but a lot of skyscrapers are like that now.
1: I know, but it, it's driving- like it kind of drives you a bit nuts. And like just the way like- it's a bit clinical. The rest of RMIT is this crazy like colour burst place and there's just weird stuff Everyone MIT, yeah. And then you come to Alberting, and it's just dead. <laughs> Which is ironic because <laughs> we're cool. supposed to be creating
0: stuff. I don't know how to say this because I have to write a critique on this building for my assignment. <laughs> Yeah, go on. I uh, this is very embarrassing. We're very sorry for saying this, however. So I described it as it's an extension to his other building where he talked about Alice in Wonderland through the looking glass. So I saw this as an extension of Alice in Wonderland concept that he had. How so? Like so, without- like your proportions to the building very different. Like a standard door size is a lot taller. Yeah. Than what you normally have and your corridors are more narrow in comparison yeah. to other things so he kind of reversed some of the aspects of it so i personally find that building poetic it only makes sense if you understand his other designs i just know he got a lot of flack for it like he, everybody... like, he does not want to be associated with yeah i heard anymore. about
1: that which is quite sad it's a great building to look at and theory wise it's it's beautiful but then you like you're staying in it like every day almost and you kind of the little things start to get to you.
0: Yeah, I can imagine, but I feel I feel for the design of it. Yeah, no, I feel bad for him. It's just Moving yeah, on. Yeah, anyway, north. I love
1: your RMIT. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway. As you were saying how's your experience with it? I I don't know, I kinda like it. I will say I picked RMIT over
1: other two unions because like, firstly I got in so that was like
0: well done the interview I'm process very I'm very so happy nervous. for you that
1: you did ironically I actually knew someone who was interviewing me just happened to be but no it worked out oh, really small well world. yeah Yes, more well yeah, yeah I, I like the way that they work I can't quite explain it it's it's less it's less theory you More like practice. the practical stuff. Yeah, I, like I think the you like the conceptual
0: stuff, stuff of things. Yeah, I do. Deal. I get
1: very carried away with conceptual stuff.
0: I think that's the problem of when you study IB because it's so philosophical. Yeah. It's kind of That happened to in that. art as well. Art. You know, like, you have to be philosophical with IB art. If not, you can't. Not well, right. you, you know, Carrie, right?
1: Yeah. This, this is a friend of mine. So, ironically, because me and Carrie always talk about this stuff. So, when we were doing art, mm-hmm. I kind of figured out that I work very much from an idea and then I try to make something from the idea. Mm hmm. And then Carrie, she says that she works from, like, she'll create something and then attribute an idea to it. And when you've got, like, time crunching on you, her way happens to work better.
0: It's a bit like function before form. form Yeah, yeah.
1: Like that. And I found that I still kind of work like that. I think I'm going to try and change it again this this semester, which kind of takes part of the experience i had at working at this architecture office into it because they're mm-hmm. very practical mm-hmm. in the way they design and the way they do things mm-hmm. and i try i'm going to try and take that stuff into mm-hmm. this semester also like in first year you don't really know much about like building standards
0: and yada yada so they like, they're like build like design this and you're like i don't know what to do they want you to let loose in first year mm. though to be honest because having experienced a bit of assistant tutoring at uni I do know that the main challenge with first year is how do you encourage them to unlearn the stereotype or step away from what they perceived as architecture to be, right? Yeah, So I completely agreed with you and was very relieved to hear that you went into architecture with an open mind because I was in a very similar position. I had no idea what architecture is. I've said this so many times now. I think people are so sick of it. <laughs> yeah, I went into architecture not knowing really what it is apart from like a small stereotype that I expected to design buildings. Mm. But when we're told not to, I was so happy. Oh my god! It was free reign. Yeah, you can I do think... whatever you want. Is this
1: first semester as well? Yeah,
0: first semester was... we had to do a bedroom like bonanza. Oh therapy. wow! Because mm. my first year was
1: my first semester was kind of similar but kind of different. Like it was it was way crazier.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: So. I mean, this is kind of running into the whole first semester experience, because I think that in it. itself is just, that d- needs some space. Go for um, it. Because you have people from everywhere, and I, I always thought that it would be like, art kids would do architecture. I don't know why I had that idea. I think because I was hung up with art kids. Because oh. they're like five of us doing IBR, and like, I was just, every day was like, so I, I just I couldn't imagine anybody coming in from like maths or some something like, like a really strong maths background and doing architecture. Like I couldn't imagine that.
0: Oh. I always thought you had to be like, you'd have to be some creative, artistic mind. You would have been so surprised if you were in my class. You would, your jaw would probably drop probably if you met my, a lot of my friends. Yeah. Who came from. But the people
1: I was meeting who were in uh, my first semester came from everywhere. And I think it was good because first semester, we basically almost did nothing related to buildings, like not, not explicitly. So we had three little mini studios. Yep. And the first one that I did, because they're like, a couple of different classes and you would all rotate between the different mm-hmm. studios so you kind of all got an idea. The first one I did was Could Nowhere and it was very much about algorithms and I didn't really like it also because wow, I was just...
0: jumping into grasshoppers so the quickly. The first class
1: was like, do you guys know about vectors? And I was like... <laughs> I was like, vectors. I thought I left maths behind. Sorry. Like vectors from maths. And I was like, well, no. Okay, I think vectors in a very different term now. okay. Oh, okay. oh like, Oh, no, okay, there's something else. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, kind of like grasshopper-like stuff, but on a very, very basic level. Oh, wow. And it, it just kind of threw me, but it was stuff like that, and it was like, oh, design this, round, like, make your own algorithm sort of thing, like, from a sh- like a shape, and then, you know, you kind of mm. apply your own rule to it and manifest something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Did not understand that at all. Somehow I managed to get through that. Well done. The second um, mini-studio was called Melbourne, and it was looking at all the metro sheds in the city, so there's one really close to us. Opposite the Melbourne City Baths So that was looking at the Melbourne Metro Sheds And kind of almost redesigning them Like if you could use that space And we kind of had It was a lot about drawing. So you'd like trace over other random famous architects' drawings Mm -hmm. And you kind of created this weird pattern thing And then you'd turn that into a weird way To make a weird looking shed And I really liked that Because I was a lot more freeing than than
0: Nowhere Which was like develop an algorithm (laughs) Quiet And I was like no You don't like the confinement yeah it, this was very like much that. like paper architecture ah, um yeah.
1: really fun really broad-minded tutors were really chill loved it um <laughs> then my last like mini studio was run by our year-level coordinator dude Max It it's great and it was like the most bombastic crazy weird art kind of stuff yeah i was in my like zone i was like i can do this <laughs> which is great because it's worth the most so it was uh, okay I don't know how to explain it,
0: but it was looking at... Do you know Edmund and Corrigan? They are the ones that made RMIT famous for RMIT. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So
1: he used to work really closely with Corrigan, and so this was kind of in homage. Yeah, there we go. Sorry, I just lost my words. Go for it. And so we went down to like their old uh, office and stuff, and it was looking at that space,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and kind of, from, from a couple of different prompts, creating... Like, Recreating it almost like what do you do with that? Like, you could do anything you wanted. Mm. So, we got a couple of different prompts. So, for example, we got we had to watch this movie called Roma, and you'd take like themes and stuff from it, or like aspects of it. We had to go to Brunetti's, like, we had to go to Brunetti's and buy a cake, and then you would do all these things like, you would draw the cake, and then you would like,
0: oh stuff. My it God. was like super fun I've and, heard about and this. you made raquettes
1: And people like it went to the point where, like, I remember seeing. Like, somebody had made a cauliflower, like, had, had a real cauliflower, and they had, like, poured paint on it. Someone had, like, used an avocado. People were, like, weird stuff. It was <laughs> great. I remember I saw one oh, put white fungus. You know the white fungus stuff? Oh my
0: god. Yeah, I it see, was great. I see more than I scream. No, okay. <laughs> um,
1: it was really funny. <laughs> really great. Really nuts. And, like, there's... We now associate, like, a type of red with it, because it's just... Everybody has it. It's everywhere. It's, like, we call it Babylon red. Mm. But that was really fun. And I think that really opened up my mind to architecture doesn't just have to be Mm -hmm. this. Yeah. It was, it's more, I don't know if it's more academic, it's like more broad. I think RMIT does a lot of that as well. It does a lot of like what if and like crazy less building stuff. You wouldn't expect that to be architecture. Yeah. Lots of fun maquettes and little one to 100 models. Mm. Yeah, That's first nice. year was first semester was insane. That's what great. second semester? Second semester was a lot more down to earth because we actually started doing like the studio, so you started getting involved with what you know most of the courses about, which is like you get to mix with like third years and one. Ironically, our only third year left mm-hmm. about a couple weeks in, and then we had two second years and we had two technically second years, but they were from the UK, like from Wales, mm. which I made friends with. They were great, and that was. Uh, It's called Specificity, and we were looking at St. Kilda, and I think it was a really, in theory, it was a really nice studio, and our tutor was lovely. It's just, like, a couple of different reasons why I think it could have gone better. Like, there were too many of us first years, so we don't really have the experience of older years to help guide us and kind of set the standard, so we're all kind of a bit
0: confused. And also, it's kind of hard to be specific. Mm. Okay, here's my question, though, when you said that you needed someone to to set the standard. What were your expectations for yourself then? Because for us, right, mm. I've never been in a mixed class until Masters. Really? Yeah, so the way Manash does this is that because there's still quite a lot of us, mm. we were stuck in the same year level. So whoever got received the best feedback out of the Kurds or the tutors, we knew that was starting to set the standard for all ah, okay. So my question is, if you didn't have other two people to give you the standards, what would it was at? just all first years? Yeah, do you think you would have had a different expectation for yourself then? Maybe. Mhm. Oh, that's a tough question. Because that's something I think a few things, do you like from my impression is that it's great that you've got somebody to look up to. Mm. But do you have a part of yourself that you look up to or you aspire to be then as a first year?
1: I think it kind of comes back down to the way I design, like my attitude towards it. So Mm -hmm. as I was saying, I do a lot of concept to form, yeah, which can be good, can be bad, because in terms of like getting up and talking, it's really easy. But actually (laughs) having something to like people look at can be tough because I think the concept, I think when you ask about standards, I think the concept starts to set a standard for me and how everything else works out.
0: Yep. I'll
1: explain this so, like last semester, mm-hmm. the final project thing was like, um, do you know Vegyard Gardens, which is next to Luna Park? There's like this random little community garden, which is lovely. Mm-hmm. So, we use that as a case study space to redesign that space, but uh, with more community elements. And we have like public mm-hmm. toilets and like a kitchen. Da, 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 da. And I had this great idea, but it just kind of in the end became less and less of a form.
0: Oh, you're very process driven. Yeah, no, no, no. So, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out. No, no, it's okay. We'll figure this out together and then you'll continue to develop this. Mm. And you're still first year. You haven't started second year from now, so I can't call you that yet. So you still got time to develop what you're thinking mm. is. So, right now, from my impression, is that RMIT or the uni that you're at currently, the environment, they generally set a tone. Of molding your personality and a way to give you pathways to find out what type of designer you'd like to be. Mm. For the yeah, in the video. Being. Open. Yeah, so I think because you've got a lot of avenues to explore right now, you have still yet to figure out what you like your how you like to arrive at your project. So what is your destination? Mm. So I would say that for me, when I was in first year, I think like my first impression of architecture was very how do I say this it was just that I wanted to create stories so what attracted me to architecture ultimately towards the end when I was still on the cuff between landscape and architecture it was stage set designs, so I really oh. liked, yeah, I was looking at a school play, and I was just sitting down, I was like to mom, you know what, I kind of want to do stage, because it seems to make people happy, and I kind of like doing that. I want to make
1: everyone
0: happy. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Well, but then you already know that since high school. <laughs> yeah. So that was, but then towards second year, I think what catalyzed, what I really like from architecture is, I like providing a way to look after people so I Mm. like the civic and humanitarian side of architecture and then third year was where my main destination was how do I create a good atmosphere to make people feel comfortable and that cemented the rest of like cemented my main destination what I like architecture to be is that it's engaging and that it's thought-provoking and that it allows people to explore different senses of architecture
1: because is this why you were really interested when I said, like, space? And stuff? Yeah,
0: I was. Uh-huh. I was very happy to hear. Yeah, as I said, I was happy. Somebody takes shots every time I say happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my laughs> so, yeah, I really like the whole atmospheric space mm-hmm. because I think that even though we're all very visually orientated because what we see is what we yeah. get generally, but we forget that in the long term, as you said, with the building that you're at currently, as beautiful as it is, it's, it's not functional and practical yeah. and such, and that's also something I want to to be able to put that forward. In is that no matter how beautiful it is, yes, you can make it beautiful with materials and whatsoever, then great. But if you're not gonna feel comfortable in it, you're literally stuck in an installation like an artwork. I, guess. I think that's what I had in last semester. Like I got really
1: caught up in because you know you have to do a lot of like presentations. What will it look like? What will it look like? And I got really caught up in the aesthetics of it, less so mm. like the function. And then doing this recent work experience, they work very much from a function point of view. They do a lot of community yeah. centers. And basically the beauty of their design comes, like, it, it's because of the things that they have to do. Like, they have to, like certain regulations, like light and whatnot. And that's how they generate their own architecture. So I'm very much interested in that. I'm going to try and apply that
0: <laughs> next semester, <laughs> I hope. So I think, just take your time for now, because... We're just currently getting a quick overview of what you want to do as well. So take your time in shaping what destination you want to arrive Mm -hmm. in, I guess. So I still don't really know what kind of architecture I want to end up doing. I think you'll figure that out perhaps like actually later on. Yeah. So now that we've arrived at this point, then do you have anything you want to look forward to for this year? Like, do you have anything you're excited about? Like do you know any studios? Any tasks that you're doing? I know I don't want to do an
1: algorithm-based studio. I already brought up that last semester. I get up and then I'm like, oh, okay, no. And then the studio that I did last semester was very like kind of practical. There's a lot of like weird conceptual studios as well, which I might want to try. Mm -hmm. Actually, the one I wanted to do the most, which I hope will be up for grabs this semester, is NGV3, which is looking at a new... Because the NGV are going to have yeah, a new yeah, contemporary yeah. space. Doing...
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and because I I've come from an art background, so I was really excited about that. Mm. And I've done some volunteering with the NGV before. Yeah, so I think, I don't know, I think I've also got to reaffirm, because initially, I think I've, I've changed a lot from when I initially said I wanted to do architecture because of spaces and installations. That's all I really knew. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a really great YouTube channel called Kirsten Dirksen, which is run by a husband and wife duo, where they go around the world basically doing kind of like video tours with like either people who have designed their own house or it's like architects or whatever and there's kind of really interesting I don't know if I call them builds more spaces which I really really enjoyed mm. so that kind of all drew me in and I've kind of got to go back to that and I like space like that sounds so random I'm, I no, <laughs> like space it's fine. and you know the effect like you know when you see something and you're like that's really nice and the light is like falling really nicely but I've got to look at what makes that because I think I get really caught up in, in the image of it, but I've got to work out how to actually create that.
0: Yeah, so... Which is
1: something I'm often like racking my
0: brains trying to do.
1: So I want to get like more
0: skills, hopefully in this semester, to, to do that. Mm, then I would say that, because from my interview right now, I still haven't had practical experience in comparison to what you do. So generally, from what I am aware of, is that you've got three stages. You've got the conceptual stage, then you've got the team manager stage where they bridge between the final stage as well to mm-hmm. so the person who oversees the completion of oh do you mean like when you actually go and do a building yeah the production and such
1: then like the town
0: planning well. from the way you're saying it it kind of feels like you're in the stage one before. yeah you've got the vision but at yeah. the same time you kind of want to dip your toes into stage yeah. three to ensure that it arrives at the concept because i'm always like really frustrated because i've got as i said i'm very conceptual i always have like
1: the ideas, but then I just don't know how to execute them, and it drives me a bit nuts. Like have I'll be, I'll be like in the middle of the week, like trying to create something. You know, it's like the <laughs> night before studio, and I'm like, Dinny ah! no, I know I should probably be doing the stuff earlier."
0: Yes, you should. I know. Yeah. Mom's just like, "You better not sleep late this semester." You better not. I'll be so mad if you do. You better try and beat my record as well. I only have one all nighter, and that's it is that it. your record as well. Well, the only all nighter you count is where I looked after a group of friends on the twenty first, or unless. Oh, so this you count- wasn't for uni. If you count two hours of sleep, how did you just survive. Or tw- No, actually, hang on. I think I had about one hour of sleep. Yeah, so I only had one all nighter. If you count two hours of sleep, it's nothing. It's like a nap. But to be honest, how I like how I prioritized uni was mm. that I put sleep as my priority over Prior- everything yeah. else, because it's not. There to put your health at so Yeah, that's, that's true right.
1: I know so many people at uni who just every week they're just dead tired because
0: they just don't
1: give yeah. themselves
0: enough sleep and I understand that people say that they're young I, I've i <laughs> lost that sense yeah. of sympathy for them as well not, not to offend those but who but they need to look after themselves yeah and I don't think that it's necessarily I know you want to get a project done but if yeah. you're working on it while you're really burnt out
1: there's no point.
0: There's no point. I mean, you may produce amazing work, but I'll look at it. I'm thinking, in the long run, you're just dead it on the ground. up to this you. Is my
1: presentation. Good night. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it honestly does catch yeah. up to you. I do. When know I had that really. all night,
1: it took me like another two days to even catch up, and I had to do like folio because that was that was for the end of the final crit on the end of um, studio, and I had to do like folio and stuff. I just did first semester. I found I the folio maybe it was first semester, like. I put it together a lot more slowly. Yeah. Also, because I was like, "Oh my gosh, the really file has to be perfect. I don't want to get kicked out." Um. And then yep, the second semester, I, mean, I was like, "It's a breeze." That. <laughs> <laughs> that semester was so stressful. I think the thing that pushed me the most was like, I'd want to be here. Please don't kick me out. Because you'd see people just leaving. But they left on their just... own
0: accord, right? I know. But then
1: also, people just never came back to semester. Do you
0: because know what I mean? they were probably burnt out by semester one. Let's just give them the benefit of the doubt for the time being. I know. I know. Going back to that, like, semester one, mm-hmm. you you see a lot of people, and you kind
1: of question yourself as well, like, do you want to be here? Mm. Uh, I don't know about you, but MIT has, like, this weird reputation for being very intense, but also, like, a lot of people want to go to MIT. So, the people, like, that I would meet would, like, some people had to leave because of medical things. some people had to leave because they just, it was not the environment for them. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean?
0: Yeah, um, yeah. That was the reason why I didn't go to MIT. I walked in and you're like no i walked out so bad but yeah i just didn't feel comfortable
1: yeah but yeah a lot of people even either that or like they just couldn't keep up with the work
0: it it takes a lot of okay i find that you have to like want to be there you have to want to be there but you also have to be willing to accept that criticism yeah isn't necessarily a bad thing
1: oh that's the you just did a podcast yeah i did that last
0: Two weeks ago, actually. Ooh. Oh, was it two weeks? No, I did it last week. Okay, so we had another conversation that. Side note, we just had a really odd conversation about criticism that sparked this whole conversation. And it also reminded me of when you approached me about it as well. Is this was when, when I was in year 12. Not Wait, that when? you were telling me your second semester project oh
1: yeah okay I remember that that
0: was painful this was after
1: the all-nighter that was that was what I was pulling all-nighter for that's why I was really sad I mean I kind of knew it was coming but it's
0: just yeah I told you so many times not to (laughs) on that one
1: but yeah that criticism is funny because in year 11 year 12 I responded really badly to criticism I hated it I got like i got really stressed out. I think because there's a lot of pressure, especially in IB, and my cohort was incredibly academic. Like all the academic kids were doing IB. Anybody who went to our school is was academic. But like, think about the next level. Like, yes, we don't do know the, that. It's like insane. <laughs> so like, the pressure was intense. And I remember after you twelve, I was like, you know what, I can't let that happen again. And also going into – I was, like, really happy that I got into RMIT and I was, like, really grateful. So I was, like, you know, I'm going to work really hard for this. Uh And I think that's what fueled me. But also I had gotten so much, like, bad criticism in year 11 and then year 12. And I was, like, I'm ready. I can take it. So, like, I got to first semester. I didn't care. Second semester was – I don't know, it was okay. I think that last crit was kind of – I was just really tired and whatnot. And I think I had this perception that I was doing fine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think because yeah, I was doing fine in my, in my studio and then all of a sudden like I got this feedback from the, the guest crits and also my tutor and they were just like, yeah, nah. And I was like, I just felt really portrayed. I was like,
0: wait, what? <laughs> it does happen. However, one thing I think, one thing i hope you didn't do and i believe you didn't do which is a good thing was that you didn't blame your tutor no during your speech it, right it's, no
1: no no i know somebody who did do that it's really oh, funny no. it's like it's like really passive aggressive
0: yeah fight i, I, I the tutor have and tendencies
1: the, the pres- pres- I, I, I wanted awkward. to do
0: that oh yeah i have tendencies that
1: i wanted to do that but no i'm more likely a person i'm more of a person who's more likely to blame myself than which can be good and bad yeah I think in this case it was a mixture of things it was a mixture of our tutor it was she's a really nice person she's really good tutor it's just I think she kind of felt bad for all of us so she was kind of nice with the feedback like she didn't criticize. she didn't go full out on us mm. and I think that when I got you know this last crit so you get there and then you think oh I'm all right because the tutor's been like your work's fine da, da, da. yeah and then you start to because this is like it's the last cut they can say whatever, and also the guest people were really, they are good. It's just they're very blunt. So then they're like, "Yeah, this isn't really a building," and I was like, uh, uh, uh. Uh, <laughs> and then it kind of just like epiphany moment, and I looked at it and I was like, "Crap, that isn't a building."
0: But what would? But it was, was the final product expected to be a building though?
1: Yeah, it's just. Oh. It's just like what you think it is versus what it is are two different things at that point. Uh, so that's another goal for next semester is like make yeah. an actual building. I'm kind of excited to you. You need to see it.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. For me, it's like building carries a stigma in my vocabulary. Mm. I don't know why, but I have this thing. Probably it's that mentality of say architecture is not just about buildings. So I
1: think, I think cause like the first semester was very broad almost mm. we didn't have a background on like mm. okay so you're required to have this and, da, 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 and you know we don't have that much background
0: mm-hmm.
1: i can't explain it to you like
0: it makes sense still I can very see conceptual where and then from.
1: we came to this and it was like no we kind of expect you to be here and it's like I, d- I don't know how to get here
0: okay i can see where you're coming from now it's your progression and transition of stages of thought mm is so sudden that you're trying to understand. I think you were spending the second semester trying to grapple with what you think architecture really is. Yeah. And you wanted an immediate answer. It kind of feels like that. Wait, I'm like, there's so many like different concepts playing around my brain. Wait. <laughs> I'm going to try
1: to make, make this a little bit more concrete. So, <laughs> like, in first semester, we were looking at just the idea of a building. Or a build, idea of a space, actually. Mm-hmm like, you know, a form and whatnot. Da, 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 da. And then second semester, as I said, we we're looking at like a community hub. Yep. Which is very much a physical function. Like you had to have all these different components yeah in it. And I think I had kind of tried to apply things from first semester into that and I got I kind of forgotten that my building <laughs> needs to have um you know
0: practicalities yeah the pragmatics of it as well yeah the practicalities. i kind of got caught up with the fairies, kind of that's okay i think if it's any consolation <laughs> good job <You're> so <laughs> don't be sad and stop moving away from the mic <laughs> so i think if it's any consolation that i could give you you sometimes have to remember when you've been given different crits we bring them in for very different reasons like me and the guest people yeah so they have different backgrounds and obviously they have far longer work experience Mm. than we do they're gonna bring in very different lenses and that's also something i think a lot of us struggled with back in first year so back in first year you think that you've got all this new knowledge by second semester and you'd be thinking i don't know if it's you like i wouldn't say you'd think like that mm. but for some of us it'd be like oh great we kind of understand the gist of what you think you know shit already but like yeah kind of <laughs> a little bit like that and so we do get very defensive when we mm. first get those feedbacks right i think like for me the one time i actually got really mad was well kind i feel like to this day i had the right to be mad was that two of our guest crits turned up so one turned up late mm. And so pushed back everything Uh by quite a long time. And then the other one just came back from another career. And they. They compared you? No, it's not that. What annoyed me was that they. The one, especially the one who came back and is super fried, if he didn't have the energy to give us his time, Ah. that felt disappointing. Yeah. And I can honestly. Like, I really appreciate that you came all the way, but. To suddenly say that I'm really fried, just don't have anything to say. Did he tell you that? Yeah. Wow. That didn't make me feel terribly good about my project. It's kind of like they don't even have the time for you. So I I respect that they came over. Mm. I'm really grateful that they did. But I don't, I wasn't satisfied with the feedback that I got. Because I didn't grow from it. I couldn't Mm. grow from it. Whereas... I know the, the worst kind of feedback kind is of like the one that you can't grow from. Yeah, so I understand that you were quite disappointed because of all the pragmatics from it. The irony is, if I had that feedback, like even a few weeks beforehand, that would have been great because I
1: could have worked from that. But that was the end of the project, that's so I was the like, wait,
0: that's, that's what happens to mm-hmm. your project will never stop being criticized. Like, even yeah. our school, right? Our high school, on our way to our house, right? You, we were already com- like talking about mm. the finished product, and it's never finished because it will constantly change when people start putting furniture, when people start mm. using the space, and such. So a project really never stops, and that's I think a lot of people, even us, are still struggling to com- like comprehend yeah. and that. Kind of like where do you just get off the
1: bus? Like- yeah. <laughs> Damn, it's got to.
0: Yeah, this is what happens when you come with like come here and join. Yeah. Me. But think about criticism
1: i had a friend Mm -hmm. some of my friends from uk Mm -hmm. really nice person but i think he he had a great project it's just until like the last week we never really saw a physical like building which was hilarious but also like kind of frustrating for him Um. so he got really mad with the tutor because he i think he also didn't know how to take it any further but he was kind of frustrated with her Mm. in the feedback that she gave him i think Mm. and then she was also frustrated because he didn't have a like a a building for her to like really look at Mm -hmm. like plans and stuff Mm -hmm. and so they kind of had this really awkward passive aggressive like fight with each other the rest of the studio is just like shrinking into the chest
0: I could imagine this is like the anime scene
1: (laughs) it was literally (laughs) like it it, because it's so passive aggressive right so everybody was just like I don't know how to respond to this (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah I think feedback where it's really important to get I think Really important to get good feedback and and how you respond to the feedback Mm -hmm. in the presentations and the crits Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of, I don't know, it's it's not really so much about what you're actually showing. It's almost like the way you're doing it and the the people-to-people communication almost. Mm. Yeah. Like, I think that deserves a whole segment to it. Like, yeah, like, that's a very interesting little moment. (laughs) (laughs) Those three hours where you just sit there
0: <laughs> I'm always eating dream crits. It's so bad. You shouldn't. I know. If there's, you can snack, but not fully eating. It's because I like
1: because our crits used to be like in a weird time. We used to have crits in the in St Kilda as well.
0: That's good.
1: It's good, but like it's kind of like it's really cold. <laughs> <laughs> really fun. I went to Luna Park. It's great.
0: Yeah. Well, at least having said that you'll take these lessons with you on to this year then, mm. which would be really good. And on top of that, with the work experience that you've accumulated, I'm sure it will be helpful to ground you back. But also I think uni, ultimately my friend and I were discussing the other time, uni has kind of shaped it in a way to say that it's okay to go a bit crazy Yeah. for a while. Work that you're doing will be the string that keeps you grounded as well. So it's nice for you to have a balance of
1: both, I reckon. Yeah, I found like in regards to that recent work experience, it was really good because it's so different. Like the way I work, everything that I knew before was so different. (laughs) But it was good, it was good. Mm. So,
0: Anyhow, I think we'll wrap off this segment today. Don't clap yet, please. (laughs) But before we close off, do you have any closing comments you'd like to say? Or do you have anything you'd like to say to your past self or to your future self? Actually, let's do two. Do you have anything you'd like to say to your past self? Oh, please get some sleep now.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think just remain open-minded. And the restaurant across from my building, the really good Korean restaurant, just closed <laughs> down. That was really sad. Aww. I used to go there all the time to go and eat. And now it's closed, so I go and eat there a lot. This is so shallow. No. Like
0: it's okay just be really open-minded i guess yeah and to your future self because we'll be coming back Mm. i don't know at the end of this year or even when you finish bachelors i'd say i think to my future
1: self don't forget why you wanted to do architecture like don't lose that dream almost Mm. because if you do then you kind of don't want to be there anymore
0: Mm. yeah okay that's a really nice thanks for come. having me no it's okay it's thanks really for fun. coming i'm really happy that you're here it's really nice to know somebody who's studying the same field as me mm-hmm. and it's always nice to be able to talk about it but i never leaves you anyhow that's all we have for today and if you've got any other comments or any other topics you'd like us to discuss please always reach out and who knows potentially i'm starting to build a confidence where i can start releasing this publicly so perhaps in a few episodes later keep an eye out on other podcast platforms and we'll see you then bye